0: You're listening to the second season of the Junior Hereford Show. You're a Hereford enthusiast, or maybe a fellow junior, and you could be that excited individual ready to take on the future of the beef industry. I'm Ralston Rip, your host. Get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back to the Junior Hereford Show. I am very excited to to be back on our season or series of where are you now and visiting with NJJ alumni across the nation and here with us today, I'm excited to get to learn more about and get to visit with Miss Emily Holt. So Emily, how are you today? I'm
1: good. Thanks for having me on. This is nice. This is new for me and kind of
0: neat to do. Yeah, Well, I'm sure excited to hear about what you've been up to and how you got there. And before we get to that, too, I want to know or hear you talk about your story of maybe a first time that you got on the end of a Hereford's lead.
1: Oh, wow. So I started showing Hereford's when I was about six years old. Um, I got my first heifer. I don't remember what I named her but I remember her number was 13p so if you think about it we're almost right back around in that the circle of the letters when you go tag calves. um but Idaho has always had a really strong state show and that was the first show I ever showed her at was uh the Idaho state show and uh but no that was about the first time it was middle of June and hotter than heck and Southern Idaho, but that was the first time I ever showed one and it kind of just sparked an interest and uh just kind of went on and up from there.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love that you talk about well, before we hopped on, we were talking about bad memories. And um it's cool though that you remember her number. And yeah, it is kind of wild to think we're about back to the alphabet when it comes to cabin year. Um very neat. Well, awesome. Well, you were just six years old then, and you have um, had a lot of experiences and stories from there forward, and we're going to dive in a little bit deeper to those. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing, where are you at now? Um, I know, you know, I'm in Kearney, Nebraska. I was on Central Time, and I was a little bit confused on our time zones here because I know you're in Mountain. So maybe you want to share with our guests, where are you at now and what are you currently up to? Um yeah, right now I live in Decker, Montana. Um I work for NJW Cold
1: Hereford's, so uh Nenjan Ward. And uh yeah, I, I don't really have a job title. A little bit of everything is what um I help out with here on the ranch. Um right now we're we're kinda we're getting out of the thick of calving. we're down to the last sixty, seventy head. Um but yeah, that's what I've been up to lately I've been here I started here in uh, January of 2020 so I've been here for a few years now
0: but no that's where I'm at and um enjoying the cold weather up there huh oh yes <laughs> yeah. oh yes Lots of snow this year <laughs> oh, I'm sure uh I guess we'll take moisture however we can get it but I'm sure it's um which you're probably used to snow a little bit too so Snow, yes, not not this much, but I don't mind the cold. <laughs> yeah, well, cool. Well, awesome. I know it was pretty neat. We were up there for Faces of Leadership this last summer and got to visit Ned and Jan Wards and visit with you. And I know there are some fun stories going around about, I think you had been in the shop earlier those weeks and a bear cub had walked in or something yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I was the
1: only one up here that day. And I, our shop is right next to some other buildings where we parked the pickups in and I had been working right out front that shop all day and I uh, go over to another building just to grab a shovel and I turned around and the four-wheeler I had parked in front of the shop I look over there there's a little bear like had his front paws up on the seat of the four-wheeler just checking it out and I just kind of froze because I didn't know what to do and then he just kind of wandered around and he looked at me I was able to get a video of him which was kind of neat but I don't think we ever saw that one again he just oh, after a minute he just ran off and but no we've had a few encounters this year with the bears but nothing bad just kind of neat to see him every now and then
0: yeah no, that's kind of wild. I'm sure it was a ser- surreal moment to just kind of stand there and watch it. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody got back. I was like, you won't believe it. Like, there was
1: literally a bear right here. And they're like, no, there wasn't. So good thing I had the video.
0: Yeah, you had proof. No one could deny you that. <laughs> oh, well, that's too fun. Well, awesome. Well, so we kind of started off. We talked about your first moment at six years old at the Idaho State Show. We talked about now you are back working on a seed stock Herford operation in Montana. Um, So let's maybe fill in the gaps a little bit too and talk about some of your years spent as an NJHA junior. Um, I know you started off really young age and then just finished up probably a couple, three or four years ago now here. So what was some of um, kind of those monumental moments or fun times that you remember being an NJHA junior?
1: Yeah, so let's. So I'm originally from Caldwell, Idaho, and grew up in a junior Hereford program. Um, you know, like many other families, your summers consisted of going to shows or getting ready for shows. So uh, my brother and I both showed at Herefords, and um, you know, competed a lot at the, our state, regional, and went to some junior nationals. Um, the Northwest has a uh solid regional show so it rotates between washington oregon and idaho every year um i think that that show definitely was a highlight going to the regional show every year we always enjoy that one
0: so i love hearing about your regional show up there um combined with washington oregon and idaho up there in the west you know i think from being out west Sometimes we forget how much the geography can change our shows or just change like the lifestyle throughout like families and showing, or the amount of distance you have to travel. What was maybe one of your favorite trips while you were getting to show Hereford's or um, all the places you go? I know you guys traveled quite a bit, too, so what was kind of one of your favorite travel stories while showing?
1: Oh no, I always liked going up to Washington. It was like I mean, it wasn't too far, but it was a ways uh, there when we were younger. Um, to We had a regional show in Moses Lake one year, another one in um, Puyallup another year, um, but let's see, I think it was, now I can't remember the year, but the last few years, my brother and I, uh, before I kind of edged out, we went to Junior Nationals on our own, so we went to Grand Island, him and I, uh, Kansas City, him and I went out to that one, and then um, he drove But I flew out to Louisville this past year, and uh, and, him and I both drove out to Denver as well, and that would have been my last one. But, you know, just kind of the – I like the road trip side of things, Um, going to shows and then um, especially going to a junior nationals um, that's on the middle – in the Midwest or all the way on the other side of the country, just getting to see the different states and everything along the way is always neat. A lot more scenery than just a twenty-minute to three-hour drive, you know, to some local shows. But uh, no, that was always fun.
0: Yeah, very
1: cool.
0: Um, I love that you talked about Grand Island, Nebraska, because that's where definitely where I'm from in the Midwest. Um, I think it's kind of it's cool to when Hartford people always all come together. We come from kind of every corner of the nation, and so it is kind of fun to get to see other people's home places or what they have to be challenged with every day, depending on where they live. So that's definitely a highlight. So beyond the show ring too, I know we were visiting a little bit before um, and can appreciate kind of the support that we get from our Hereford family. And I just wanna pick your brain and ask you a little bit too. I know you'd received many scholarships from the Hereford Association and from Haifa and just wanna see how important or what did those scholarships mean to you?
1: The scholarship program, um, and especially in the Hertford breed is, uh, very unique. There's so many people that come together and, uh, really want to help, uh, Herford juniors as they go through college and paying for college. Uh, we all know that isn't cheap. Um, so I was very fortunate to receive a couple of Haifa scholarships and, uh, um, NJHA scholarships as I, uh, went through my college years and, uh, just to uh, have a little help paying for college. I went out of state both for junior and senior college. So uh, it comes with a little extra expense. So it uh, it was nice to have that support from your breed and from uh, your fellow breeders as well.
0: I couldn't have said it any better. I think it's very unique and um, definitely helps out, helps out a lot when it comes to just furthering our education. and. Uh, No, I appreciate you saying that and a big thank you goes out there to Haifa and all those breeders and donors that put so much investment into our junior program and helping further education no matter if it's a JUCO or a university and with that I think that leads into perfect because I kind of failed to ask you what was your kind of your college pathway I know you had mentioned a JUCO and a senior college Um, how did you kind of make those decisions to go out of state and then where did you go, and what did you pursue?
1: Uh, yeah, so I graduated high school, and I knew I didn't want to stay in Idaho for college. And uh, I got a call from the judging team coach at a, a Casper College in uh, Wyoming. So I didn't really have another plan and wound up going there. Um, and then from Kat, after my two years there, I transferred to Kansas State uh and i was majored in animal science with a business option at both places and uh was a member of the judging team there at K State as well and uh being a member of the judging team you also get to participate in the meat animal evaluation which uh both we uh had i don't know like I guess cut it out there i don't know uh yeah no that's awesome i graduated from k-state in 2019 and everybody knows that two years in manhattan is just not long enough but
0: (laughs) it goes too fast always uh but at least you kind of missed out on the weird online school after that so that's good
1: definitely i got lucky there
0: yes well no that's exciting um so with those, was it kind of fun? You majored in both the same thing at junior college and senior college. Was there a big difference in kind of what those degrees looked like, or was it just a good continuation on once you got to senior college?
1: Uh, primarily it was more of a continuation. Once I got to senior college, you know, you have to get all those general classes out of the way. So it was nice to do that at a JUCO where it's cheaper, um, and then get to, into the classes more fine tune for your degree there at a senior college where it's just a higher level and just have more opportunity to uh, really learn more, but also learn. I went to, you know, I mean, Kansas is a long ways from Idaho, so I got to learn about uh, the Midwest and things out there, but also how that could be applied to out West here as well.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. It brings up kind of my next question. What made you decide K-State?
1: I guess I had always been drawn to K-State for one reason or another. And then uh, when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go for senior college, it just kind of, it kept coming up and I just kind of seemed to have more pros than cons to go there rather than anywhere else. And it just, I went and checked it out one weekend and it just kind of seemed like the right fit. And uh, I'm really glad that I chose K-State.
0: Yeah, when you know, you know, uh, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, very cool. So you graduated in 2019 and, um, uh, you know, it's now 2023 and you're up at Ned and Jan wards. What was kind of your pathway after you had graduated to Get to, um, working at NJW up there?
1: Yeah. So right out of college, I went to work for an Idaho based beef company. I did some work with their genetics division for that. And then, uh, kind of realized that this wasn't quite what this wasn't really what i wanted to do at this point in my life and the corporate world wasn't really for me um and i ended up having an opportunity to i'd kind of, i'd known Nenjan for a while and when I, I came up here for a couple weekends when uh, i was in juco and helped him out but uh kind of just had an opportunity to come back and it was i was just thinking about it and like know what that sounds a lot better than where i'm at i'd like to go give it a try so i did i called them up and said yep i'd love to come help you if you still have me and i've been here ever since
0: yeah well that's very exciting um they're definitely great people and i'm sure you've learned a lot and it's it's beautiful up there too so that's a big bonus
1: yeah yes they are yes great.
0: Well, kind of a question relating back to, uh, you know, talking about your journey as a Hereford junior, what was maybe some skill sets or some lessons you learned that you think have helped you prepare to be where you are now?
1: Um, I think one thing is, like, always be willing to learn something new. I've always just been interested, like, I don't know if it if I'm interested in it, I'd just love to learn more about it. So uh, just everywhere I've gone, or uh, even just uh, learning, you know, from other people and places I worked while I was in college or people I've helped at shows and stuff, just um, being like wanting to learn more about what you're interested in um, and just never thinking you know a lot of everything, I guess, because uh, yes, like you said, I've. I've learned a ton here, and you'll learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Even how to fix things, things you never knew, you would ever need to know, you you will learn them along the way, which is pretty neat.
0: Yeah, that is the best. That is, I think, the coolest part about, you know, living each and every day. You always do learn something new, and um, that's a great point you bring up. One of You just, like, make me smile because I think about I it was working for – uh with some individuals and in, at a feedlot actually and the guy was like very engaged about learning and he just goes, you know, the day that you choose to stop learning is the day you choose to stop living. And I was just like, oh that's so true. Cause there's always something, some rock to turn over, something to discover. So um I love that you bring up that point because it's such a valid one at that. Um well, very exciting. Well, I think kind of a fun question that I like to ask because I I love to dream big or think about, you know, like six-year-old Emily, what was her dream or where did she think she wanted to go or what did she want to do um, down the road? Or do you remember even? I know a couple of people I've asked, they're like, I don't remember. I don't think anything. Um, but if six-year-old Emily had a dream, can you remember what it was? Almost. I can't remember, like, I'm going to be one of those people and say that I can't remember,
1: but if I had to guess, I'd guess that it had something to do with just getting another heifer. That's what I would assume. (laughs) I mean, because it started when I was six, and then probably one of our most famous cows we ever had, for us anyways, I showed when I was eight. So I can remember being that old and just thinking, I like her a lot, and I, I want another one like her, and maybe some more. You know, just being a little kid, just wanting to keep going and keep doing uh the one thing you really, really liked—not ten other things, just the one thing 100. you really liked. Yeah, you are pretty wise. <laughs> that is very really. just no. the just the next thing, just the next. Just one. a little kid that likes to dink around on her heifer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's that's pretty
0: awesome. You can learn a lot of skills by just doing that. So. Um, Emily, thank you so much for hopping on. I want to give you a couple minutes if you have any final words of advice or any of your last final favorites that you want to share with our listeners. Um, I guess
1: the only advice I have is uh, to the junior members, you know, just, just be a hard worker and keep at it. Um, there's tons of opportunities in the Hereford Breed. All you have to do is pick up the phone call, phone, and give somebody a call. And anybody in this breed is willing to let you come out for the weekend, come for their bull sale, come help. And just, we'd all love to teach somebody, so.
0: Yes, exactly. I think you're like a living example of that, Emily. You went after what you wanted to do and um, have made such a good relationship of it. And I know Ned and Jan are really grateful to have you up there too. Um, so thank you so much for hopping on I know you're a busy lady and have a lot to do today so thank you for hopping on and sharing your story with us and some of your favorite moments and what you're grateful for in our association I'm grateful for this call and wish you the best and hope to see you soon awesome yep thank you for having me on yes thanks so much Emily and we'll see you next time on the Junior Herford Show you for joining us for the Junior Hereford Show. Stay tuned for the next episode and be prepared to continue to learn, lead, and achieve.